When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Trickin. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Intrican, a.k.a. KC Bubba. You can find me on the Twitter at BD Intrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. Hope you all enjoyed your Monday action on the diamond, capped off by a Giants three-run walk-off home run winner by Mike Yaz, Yastrzemski, McCovey Cove style. Sorry, Giants fan, I got to have some fun with this one. This is wild watching this team. I had no expectations for this season. Keep me into it until at least sometime later in August before they fail again. But it's been fun. Hope you guys enjoyed your Monday. We got a full day of action on Tuesday. We will get to that shortly. But first, let's recap the news and notes for Monday, as usual, on the First Pitch Podcast. The St. Louis Cardinals activated Lars Newtbar from the IL and sent Luke and Baker back to AAA. The Cardinals have quite the slew of outfield options, but it's great to see Newtbar get activated, put straight into the outfield, hitting third, back where he should be on this roster. Philadelphia Phillies, they activated Derek Hall from the 60-day IL and a few weeks ago. We knew he was coming back shortly. They were all excited. He could platoon, do this, that, the other at first base. Well, they optioned, optioned Derek Hall to AAA. So we'll see where that one goes. They kept uh, Clemens up, Cody Clemens, uh, instead of uh, Derek Hall. So for now, Hall's in AAA. Kind of a bummer. Uh, stop me if you've heard this before. The Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim sent Anthony Rendon to the IL. Yes, again, to the IL. I think it was Jason Collette, friend of the show, friend of the pitcher list, um, had a funny tweet that says, I thought he was already there. That was, uh, it was him. I believe it was him. Or he had some comment on it. It was pretty good. But Anthony Rendon back to the IL with a wrist injury. He suffered after being hit by a pitch on Thursday's game. No timetable on his return. Jazz Chisholm, we got some good news. We got video of him working out on the field on Monday, running, fielding some fly balls in center field. He's taking some BP over the last week. Things are looking good, and he is set to start a rehab assignment later this week. If Hulk goes well, hopefully we get Jazz back sometime next week. That'll be much, much appreciated for the Marlins and hand fantasy managers around. More Marlins news for you. Johnny Cueto, he threw a, uh, a um, rehab start last week. Did not go well, but he did throw five innings, so that was good. He's scheduled to make another rehab start on Thursday. Uh, and last but not least, still no word on Trevor Rogers' return with his non-throwing shoulder injury. This is freakish now. I'm kind of getting nervous because he was so close to returning, and now it's just like, what's going on? Uh, not good. I, I'm, I'm just confused. Lost for words. Pittsburgh Pirates' Henry Davis got the start, the uh, former number one overall pick in the 2021 MLB draft. The catcher, Henry Davis, of the Pittsburgh Pirates, he was called up, got the start on Monday, and started in right field for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, manager Derek Shelton said most of Davis's reps will be in right field with an occasional start behind the plate. I mentioned on yesterday's show when they were calling Davis up, he uh, would be the third catcher on the Pirates roster, and the Pirates said he would play a lot. Well, now we know how. Henry Davis will play right field. He picked up a hit in his first at-bat, had a decent debut, 
but he'll be getting regular at bats. We'll see how that uh, minor league hit tool transfer transfers over playing right field full time, pretty much for the Pittsburgh Pirates. The Diamondbacks, they recalled Alec Thomas from AAA on Monday, sent struggling Josh Rojas to AAA to get his mind right. This has been a thing with the D-backs. They're playing great baseball. No denying that. One of the best records in baseball. And they, you know, it's first, it's, they just keep sending big time players down, bringing them up. They start producing, sending like Jake McCarthy. Now it's Alec Thomas. We'll see if Josh Rojas can do it. Um, Thomas was, was playing really well in AAA. He was hitting 348 with three homers, two stolen bases, and a handful of extra base hits. 927 OPS for Thomas with a 15.4% strikeout rate. I know the PCL, like Marino, is a very hitter friendly uh, place to play, but Thomas is playing really, really well. And he had a home run on Monday night in Milwaukee. So, Good things there for Alec Thomas. Maybe that'll transfer over to Josh Rojas in a few weeks. We can get him back up in the bigs and see him producing to the standards that he did in recent years. The White Sox placed Lance Lynn on the bereavement list on Monday, and then they also sent Romy Gonzalez to the IL with a shoulder injury. They called uh, recalled Rodriguez, who was hitting 238 with nine home runs, nine stolen bases in double A. Not expecting a whole lot there, but it gives them more infield depth when you have guys like Tim Anderson, who missed his second straight game as he's dealing with a shoulder injury he suffered on Saturday. So it gives them depth in the infield, which the White Sox desperately need. Joey Votto was activated from the IL. Everyone's favorite player like, needs to be the commissioner of baseball someday. Joey Votto was activated from the IL on Monday, and he hit a home run in his first game back. He also hit three total balls over 102 miles an hour. Joey Votto was back, baby, for at least for one night. We'll see how it keeps going with the big man. Good to see him out there. And Hunter Green uh, was placed on the IL with his hip discomfort. We know his start got pushed back recently. He made his start. Apparently, it's just still bugging him so much. They're just going to shut him down for like a week to let it heal and then go back from there with Hunter Green. So Votto's back. Green to the IL. The Reds, I'll mention this, are getting depth all of a sudden. And it's going to be interesting because they had a lefty on the mound for Colorado on Monday, Fraley and Friedel, and even Benson, who's been swinging it well, were on the bench. But the second the Gomber came out, they brought right-handed relievers in, Fraley and Friedel came in. This already feels like a Rays and Giants situation in Cincinnati. So for fantasy managers around, especially if you play DFS, this is going to be very annoying in Cincinnati. Kent Maeda, Minnesota Twins, they are expected to have him back by the end of this week if not beginning of next week, but they're, they're shooting for the end of the week uh, in the major leagues, as Rocco Baldelli said. They expect him to be pitching in the major leagues at the end of this week, assuming that means a start. They didn't say it in those exact words. It's like Game of Thrones. They left the Easter eggs out there that he could be at the bullpen, but I'm putting money on a start. We'll see where that one pans out. Mentioned on yesterday's show that Alejandro Kirk uh, was day-to-day with the x-rays negative after getting hit on the hand with a pitch. Well, they put him on the IL on Monday. Uh, after Kirk required stitches on the laceration that took place on his hand from getting hit by the pitch. So he'll be out for at least 10 days. They're hoping for the minimal stay to let the stitches and the uh, everything else heal up properly. Chris Bryant of the Colorado Rockies has been out for a while, as usual. He did some light running and played some catch on Monday as he begins to slowly make his way back from the IL. Still no timetable on his return, but it's definitely a step in the right direction to get the ball rolling. This reminds me just like of Cody Bellinger a few weeks ago. He started doing light, light drills and whatnot. Next thing you know, belly bombs his back. Bryant could be there too, but Bryant's always got that lingering back issue, so just take it slow and see where it goes. I uh, mentioned yesterday Ezekiel Tovar left Sunday's game due to the, his wife going into labor with their first child. Congratulations to the Tovar family. The baby has been born, and Tovar is on the paternity list for the next couple of days. 
Brandon Lau of the Tampa Bay Rays hopes to begin baseball activities on Friday as he works his way back from his nasty back injury, a back injury that bothered him last season and in previous seasons. So we'll just kind of keep a close eye on this one with Lau because he was supposed to be out four to six weeks with this injury. It's been out for a couple already, so we'll see where things pan out there. Last but not least, Francisco Alvarez, stud rookie catcher for the New York Mets, left Monday's game after getting a foul ball off his hand wrist area while he was catching. He left in the eighth inning. Initial x-rays were negative, but we know how this goes. Got to see how swelling does, see how he does on Tuesday, and go from there. But for now, Alvarez might be out for a little bit for the New York Metropolitans. All right, everybody, underdog fantasies. If you've heard of them, you know what's up. Are you ready to step up to the plate and show off your fantasy baseball skills? Check out Underdog Fantasy's 7th Inning Stretch Tournament where you can build your dream team and compete against your friends for the $30,000 grand prize. The best part, once you draft your team, you're all set. No need to worry about waivers, substitutions, or trades during the tournament. And don't worry about setting your lineups each week. Underdog will automatically select your highest scoring players for you. The seventh inning stretch was, has four thrilling rounds, each with its own player groups from the 12-person groups in round one to the intense 134-person final group in round four. The competition keeps getting more intense the farther you go. And with our code PITCHERLIST, P-I-T-C-H-E-R-L-I-S-T, all one word, code PITCHERLIST, you'll receive a 100% deposit match up to $100. Just check the description of this episode and sign up in the link and make sure you use the promo code PITCHERLIST, all one word, when you sign up, mark your calendars. The tournament starts right after the all-star break. So get ready to dive into the action. So what are you waiting for? Visit the link in the episode description, use promo code PitcherList, and receive a hundred percent deposit match up to $100. Join us for the seventh inning stretch tournament and experience the thrill of fantasy baseball like never before on underdog. Good luck. And may the baseball team win mandatory disclaimer here. You must be 18 or over, 21 or over in Massachusetts and Arizona, 19 or over in Alabama and Nebraska, and and present a uh, and be present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Make sure you call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. If you're in Arizona, use 1-800-NEXT-STEP, uh, 1-800-639-8783, or text NEXTSTEP to 53342. If you're in New York, make sure you call the 24-7 Hope Line at 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. And in Tennessee, make sure you call or text TN Red Line at 1-800-889-9789. All right. Hitting highlights from Monday. Tristan Costas is two for five on the night with a home run, two runs scored, and two RBIs. I mentioned Costas throughout the um, – Season on this show, he's had signs of, of growth and kind of drops off. He's growing again right now. In the month of June, Costas hitting 273 with seven extra base hits, two of those being home runs. Costas has five runs scored and five RBIs in the month of June. And he's walking around 19% while striking out around 20%. So I love the plate discipline that Costas is picking up, and the power is on the right, uh, right improvements that we'd like to see. Kerry Carpenter, he returned from the IL a little over a week ago, and he is balling out for the Detroit Tigers. He's hitting well before he went to the IL. He's picked up where he left off. Carpenter went one for three with a home run and run scored. Three RBIs on a walk on Monday. Since returning from the IL on June 9th, Carpenter's hitting 395 with two doubles, two homers, six runs, and five RBIs. Big boy stuff there from Kerry Carpenter. And then Juan Soto. Juan Soto had himself a day. I would mention Yastrzemski. He had his two home runs, but I want to highlight Soto because he's been getting things going of late. Uh, Soto managed to get uh, – he had two home runs on Monday. He went two for five with uh, – two for four with two home runs, 
two solo shots and a walk. He's now hitting 256 on the season with 13 home runs, six stolen bases. He's walking 20.7% of the time while striking out 20.4. He has a 228 ISO. He's picked it up as late of late, like I said. So keep your confidence in Juan Soto. Big boy things to come from the stud outfielder for the Padres. For more details on the day's top hitters, make sure you check out the Daily Batters box on PitcherList.com. Some starting pitching highlights from Monday. Max Scherzer, eight strong innings as he bounced back from two very rough starts. Eight innings, one earned four hits, one walk, eight Ks for Mad Max in Houston against the Astros. Scherzer had 15 whiffs and a 30% CSW. Uh, Max is now allowed 15 earned runs with 48 Ks over 42 innings in his last seven starts. That's with two horrific starts in those seven starts. So Scherzer's really getting things going again. He mentioned in his last start the slider grip. was He's having trouble gripping it and locating it. Much more locked in, a lot more swing and misses from that slider on Monday. Merrill Kelly continues to do it, folks. Kelly went seven strong, one run, three hits, one walk, seven Ks against the Brew Crew on Monday. Kelly had 13 whiffs and a 33% CSW. On the season now, Merrill Kelly has a 2.90 ERA, a 3.61 XFIP, with 96 strikeouts over 90 innings pitched in 15 starts. Merrill Kelly is a beast. He's right behind. You could almost argue he's the ace in Arizona. I still argue Zach Gallon. But if you look at the stat lines, Merrill Kelly's having some fun with the season, boys and girls. James Paxton did it again, six and a third, three earned, three hits, one walk, seven Ks, as that now makes six of seven just outstanding starts since his return. He had 16 whiffs with a 31% CSW. He now has six, uh, 15 or more whiffs and four straight starts. That's been outstanding for Paxton. On the season, a 329 ERA, 308 XFIP, 51 Ks, and 38 and a third innings pitched for Big Maple himself over his seven starts. James Paxton has been outstanding since returning from the IL. Make sure you tune into the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and read his daily SP Roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. Some relief pitching highlights from your Monday. Jordan Hicks picked up his third save for the Cardinals in as many games. Mentioned it on yesterday's show. We picked up his second save. He's the dude. He's locked in, looking great for now in St. Louis. Alex Lang, he uh, blew a, a save chance on his last outing, bounced back beautifully with a perfect ninth, picking up his 11th save for the Detroit Tigers. And then Alexis Diaz picked up his 19th save of the year for the Reds, while Miss Will Smith picked up his 13th of the year for the Texas Rangers. Make sure you read the Daily Reliever Ranks article on PitcherList.com for more information on all things relief pitching. All right, before we preview Tuesday's action on the dime, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. And welcome back, everybody, to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Inchkin, a.k.a. Casey Bubba. 
some DFS targets on Tuesday. We have an 11 game slate to tackle on Tuesday. Um, starting at 7.05 p.m. Eastern. Bats go back to Great American Small Park. You got Cincinnati versus Noah Davis. You got Colorado versus Ben Lively. Love both those spots there. I prefer the Cincy side versus Noah Davis, but both phenomenal spots in Great American Small Park. But more the, the kind of contrarian play I'll go with, give me the Chicago Cubs versus Johan Oviedo. Cubs bats are quietly sneaky, and they're very, very affordable on this slate, which will be big if you want to pay for some pitching. So Johan Oviedo is one I really like to target with the Chicago Cubs. Pitching-wise, Nate Eovaldi has been ridiculously good this year. Facing the White Sox, he strikes out a ton. You can pay up for Eovaldi. Very expensive at 11100 on the slate, but no problem there. But give me Marcus Stroman against Pittsburgh. Stroman's been great. Phenomenal floor. He's like your cash game pitcher with tournament appeal. So love me some Stroman. And then his tournament play I like a lot. George Kirby at the New York Yankees, the judgeless Yankees. Tons of strikeouts. Can't hit a baseball right now. Love me some George Kirby in that one. Things I'm looking forward to. On Tuesday, we got a lot. We have a full day of action. We have 15 total games, 11 game DFS. There's four games to start before seven Eastern on their own little slates of 15 games on Tuesday. Spencer Strider going into Philadelphia to face the Phillies. Strider's been rocky of late. Twitter has been a buzz when Strider's been on the mound because it has not looked great. It's been a lot of finger pointings like, oh, you said he's the best type stuff. I want to see how Strider looks against Philadelphia. Yeah, Yuri Perez at home against the Toronto Blue Days. Yuri Perez has been outstanding this season, especially like over the last four or five starts. So I want to see Yuri Perez versus Toronto. Then you got some great pitching matchups. George Kirby versus Garrett Cole. Great stuff there, ace versus ace. Justin Verlander has been great in three of his last five starts. The other two, horrific, going up against Framber Valdez. Really curious to see how that game pans out. And then Nate Eovaldi versus Dylan Cease, another great one to look at on the pitching slate. So some really good pitching. There's going to be tons of offense because that's baseball in this era. We should have fun with it on Tuesday. Before we head on out of here, make sure y'all check out PitcherList.com. They have all the great articles, the great content from many great contributors across the site, plus some great tools and resources on the site. And you can go even deeper when you go to PL Plus and PL Pro. Become a member at PitcherList.com with PL Plus and PL Pro. You get into the Discord and access to even more good stuff on PitcherList.com. So PL Plus, PL Pro, you won't regret it. But that'll do it, folks. Monday uh, Monday recap will come up tomorrow, as as usual. I'll be back with you guys once again. But this was your first pitch podcast Tuesday, June 20th edition. Hope you guys have a great day. This has been the first pitch podcast brought to you by pitcherlist.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at pitcherlist and help support what we do by joining our discord with pitcherlist plus at pitcherlist.com slash plus.